three, three, two, two, one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences past and present of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only, Asher, Asher Chua. Catch me up. How, how are you been? How was your, your, how's your year so far? Man, everything is great. Um, you know, just like anything, uh, you know, busy, busy, grateful for it, <laughs> grateful for the opportunity to be crazy busy, uh, teaching, uh, doing the book stuff, mm-hmm. enjoying every opportunity that I have, man, grateful for it. Yeah, I've been saying that. So did you just write this book last year? Yeah, so we well, we just dropped it. Uh, March was the launch. Okay. Yeah, so um, it hadn't been too long. Doing the book tour, started the book tour in April, hitting right. several different spots, and uh, it's been cool. Nice. I gotta make sure. <laughs> I gotta make sure. I was like, oh, am I talking? If is the mic working? Is it not? <laughs> Later, I might listen back to it. And be like, uh oh, I forgot something. Oh yeah, man! It's uh, all those little, little technical things with the whole podcast. You gotta, I have to make a checklist in my head. Right. Mike, good, you know what? Yeah, record. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like all of those things. You have to make that checklist in your head, man. Got you. <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about the book. Yeah, so it's the impact of influence. Are we good? We yeah, rolling? Yeah, we're good. We're yeah. good. We're good. Yeah. So, so the impact of influence. Uh, the book is made up of 17 you know, powerful men uh, that, you know, just good guys, good hearted men, good intentional uh, guys about making a positive difference. Mm. And so, um, you know, 17 guys in all you know, various areas, you know, preachers, teachers, superintendents, uh, you know, all, all businessmen, all kind of fields, f- fellowship of Christian athletes uh, and just telling their story about, you know, something or someone that has influenced them uh, in their life and it has influenced them so much that it impacted them and changed them to be who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so, um, you know, in the book, we just talk about that experience or person of uh, what we've learned from that and right. then uh, how we're using that to help make our world a better place. That's amazing. Yeah. So is each one of these is each one of these men um, a contributor or each one of these people a contributor to the to the book? Yeah, so we all have a chapter okay. in the book. Gotcha. And uh, each person has a chapter. So 17 chapters of rich content uh, from powerful men. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, how, yeah. How did you manage to get um, the 17 of you guys together? Man, I don't know. I'm still wondering that myself. No, <laughs> no, no. It's uh, no. My, I'm connected with a guy um, that has business of books mastermind, Sugar Ray Destin. He reached out to me. He's like, man, you know, you're you're connected to some great people. You ever thought about bringing some of those people together and uh, you know, putting their stories in a book? And I was like, man, that's that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And so, you know, that day. He and I, we made the the, the uh, cover. We, you know, got the cover together. Mm-hmm. Um, you got it there with you. Yeah, within a week and a half, um, 
Yeah, this is the cover right here. That's the front cover, the impact of influence. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then uh, the back covers uh, have everybody's picture on there. Man, that's yeah. That good. Thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, uh, have the cover within a day, um, front cover, you know, within that. But then uh, mm -hmm. within a week and a half, I had all of the guys, you know, set up, you know, they were. A lot of them didn't even let me finish asking them. They're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, <laughs> let's get it. And, uh, uh, and then, you know, three months later, like this was January. Then in March, we launched it. Oh, um, wow, that yeah, I mean, quick, quick turnaround, man. So you so guys made the book cover. And then by March, you had the book written, published, ready to ship out. Yeah, yeah, launched. Like we did a launch, man, when we did our launched our ebook and and end of March, we had a, uh, and we hit number one in eleven categories on Amazon. Wow. Uh, yeah, and uh, like now, what's it? June now. It's only been a few more months. So, and we're on a book tour. So I mean, it's been you know all of this has happened within the last six months. Awesome. You know that's how fast uh, things have happened, and uh, just truly enjoying the experiences, the moments, the magic moments, mm -hmm. and uh, grateful for every one of them. You know. Nice. So, um, what? How is this book tour working? Are you going to each individual city, or are you guys hitting particular ones? Yeah. So we've done Dallas. We've done Houston, uh, Salt Lake City, uh, El Paso, uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, D.M.V., uh, Indianapolis, uh, North Carolina was the most recent, and then we have three more left. We have Tampa, Denver, and San Antonio. And so. Really just, you know, going out, you know, selling the books, signing, you know, autographed copies of the books and uh, meeting great people, nice. uh, hearing more stories. And uh, it's truly been a blessing. Recording on the road. Yeah, getting some content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing all of that, uh, man, just traveling with the family, you know, using it as family time as well. So it, it's all been great. It's been a neat experience. Uh, it truly, truly blown me away. You know, not bad for a guy from a small town in Texas, <laughs> you know, my hometown. And uh, I don't know, each each day, each time, it just it blows me away. And then to have people that have read the books and, you know, said that it's impacted their lives. And then they're they're saying stuff to you that they've read in the book. Wow. Like, man, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> like it, it like it influences me to, to strive to do more. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. So I guess what what would be next for you after the after the tour wraps up? So after the tour, I'm gonna take some time off because <laughs> you know I'm tired. <laughs> but uh, you know, get some time and just rest and recover for a little bit. Um, uh, by day, I'm a teacher, educator. Uh, mm -hmm. So you know, just get ready for the school year and just continue to you know, do the Success Chronicles interview people. Um, probably be working on more books, uh, you know, coming out and which, yeah, later this year, probably. Yeah. Throwing a little hint out there, a little TV. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just continuing to find ways to grow and be the best version of myself because, you know, in knowing that, that allows me to help others. So that's why I work really hard at striving to, to do my part to make a positive difference. Awesome. Yeah. Um, just a quick question for you. I know 2020 was a, a year 
like mm-hmm. a whole year. But what what can you describe it for um, for me? What your experience was like, and what is something you gained from twenty twenty? Oh man, so um, yeah, twenty twenty was a whole heavy year, <laughs> right? Lots of things happened in twenty twenty. Uh, but I'm a firm believer that there's always blessings in the lessons, right? If we are aware to see them, mm. right? And so for me, um, you know, I saw that with COVID, you know, I'd have some time to sit still, uh, you know, like in my life, there's never been a time where I've been able to like, just like have time, <laughs> you know, like, right. like just have time to have time, you know, like I've never ever, ever been in that situation. And so I just enjoyed him. I just tried to enjoy the family time. Uh, just try to enjoy the fact that like I had time to just sit on the back porch and listen to music. I mean, you know, I just tried to enjoy the time. And then the next phase is, you know, I wanted to make sure that whenever this COVID thing was over and we could get back to normal stuff, like I wanted to make sure that I used my time wisely. So, man, I went into the lab, I uh, learned how to do some things with editing. I um, wrote lots. Mm. Um, you know, I learned some things that I've always wanted to learn that I never had time to learn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I did that. And so coming out of it, man, it's on. Like like coming out of 2020, like it's on, like book tour. Like, you know, like, you know, like, and, I, and I've written several things, some things I haven't even put out yet. Mm. And so uh, I think that it was great for me um in the fact that it allowed me to grow mm-hmm. uh, you know some of the things that took place you know were tragedies and i and i hate it um and for some of the people like some of the people have you know family members that passed that they couldn't be there with them you know because of the like that that kind of stuff hurts my heart you know and then uh, you know some of the injustices you know that mm-hmm. took place you know all of those things it was definitely a year, like you said. It was definitely a year of, you know, observation, growth, hmm. uh, making plans to move forward to to continue to strive to be better. That's what twenty twenty was for me. Awesome. Yeah. So, as, as you continue with twenty twenty one, and you and you preparing for what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any challenge to rush putting something out versus like pacing it as you're doing? Oh yeah. I think that's the constant battle. Um, you know, the, the, we have to find balance, you know, in everything we do, we always have to work to find that, 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 and maybe balance it in the word, maybe integration is the word I'm looking for, you know, uh, we have to we have to be able to integrate all of the things that we're working on and striving to be better, but then also be uh, in the moments and enjoying those special moments that we get to have, and don't just look too too far down the road. Yes, plan for the future, but don't look too too far down the road where you don't understand that you're blessed to be in the situation that you're in mm-hmm. right now. Like right. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be on this podcast platform with you to highlight my story. So like, I don't know about tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm in the moment right now, you know? And I think that that's the, that's the beauty of what we have to make sure we continue uh, 
to work on. And yeah, I know that, you know, I got some writing, got some tour stuff coming up. But man, I'm in the moment with you right now and enjoying it. And I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, from the from the last time we talked, I believe that was 20, 2019? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think how much time is just kind of flown by at this point. At other times, it feels like it's just crawling by and. Um, like kind of back back to what you were saying looking at the year 2020 i was talking with a friend of mine um yesterday john hargrave Mm -hmm. and he kind of gave me a different perspective on this phrase i've heard um brian keith use i I think you know brian keith bk yes bk Uh and um bk would usually say this as an encouragement to say um whenever you feel like you're going through trials and tribulations or it just feels like the world's coming up against you with all these tests and challenges. You're not being buried, you're being planted. Mm-hmm. But what John said, um, John Hargrave, he said, uh, it can be both, but you really have to think about the intent. Like, if you're planting a seed, you do bury it, but you may have the intention of um, planting it at the same time. But then as you're doing like the intent and the action that you perform affects the results that you get. So although you may feel like you're getting buried, um, you're still being planted in the process. And the result that comes out of that can either determine, um, the, the result can be determined by your perspective and seeing whether something being done to you or something that you're doing to yourself. And for some reason, I, I wanted to tie that with what you were saying earlier. Um, is that something you you find more and more of as you're going through 2021? Or is that something that doesn't register necessarily with what you're you're currently doing? No, I think it. I, I think it heavily uh, registers and resonates <laughs> with what I, I'm doing. I think uh, you always have to have pure intentions. Mm. You know, like I, I think uh, it all starts from uh, your success stems from the ability to have self-discipline, and within that self-discipline, you have to have pure intentions. You have to have a pure heart. You have to love. You have to love what you do. You have to love the process. You have to love the grind, you know, if you will. Um, but but yes, uh, you know, nothing is wasted. No thing is wasted. So so every experience, like I talked about moments, mm-hmm. right? Every moment that you're blessed to have, it builds momentum, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, yeah, I, I, I love the analogy of the, you know, uh, planted, not buried. I, I love that because... Uh, from every situation that you're in, you can choose to grow. And then here's the good part right here. That's the good part. So once you realize that you're learning disciplines, you're learning transferable skills from that experience, and then you can take what you learn from that and then use that to help others. Mm -hmm. And that's when like, 
like it's lit like right <laughs> like your path like it's lit like it's, your path is lit uh because that puts you in alignment with your assignment right and you're doing your thing to help others and it's no better feeling when you can know that you can take the things that you've grown through and use those to help others no better space to be in hmm. i like that. Mm -hmm. that that that's a good i get i guess that's a good um i'm forgetting what the word is perspective i guess I would mm -hmm. say. yeah yeah yep. so how um last year you went through like the pandemic as an educator what what was that like nuts <laughs> it was absolutely nuts right <laughs> you know uh, you know to to be uh an educator in a normal year is exhausting right mm -hmm. cuz you you do so much there's lots to it uh you know levels emotions like i mean it's lots to it but then when you look at adding in the pandemic you know now you're doing two and three times more than what you did uh, you know, as an educator. So it was it was really exhausting, um, challenging, uh, but also I think it was beneficial as well uh, because there were some great things that came out of it. You know, it allowed us to have, you know, it allows it allowed us to check our systems that we had in place mm -hmm. uh, to see how we could you know make those better, communicate more effectively. You know, use technology more yeah. uh, in education. So, you know, we were forced to do those types of things. And so, you know, although it was tough and exhausting, I think that there were some some positives that came out of it. Hmm. And moving forward, it'll allow us to, to be better, I think. That's good. I guess yeah. what, what's an example of something that um, was more of a challenge and what's something that came out better than it started? Zoom. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. I uh, feel like Teddy Riley, but all I want to do is zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, you think about it, um, you know, being able to teach uh, video, you know, through Zoom, have Zoom classes and mm. do all of those. That's just one example. Uh, but then people were creating, um, there's things that we may have used as resources in the class that we added in a technology piece to it. Mm -hmm. Now we were dependent upon the technology because, you know, they weren't in class, they're at home. Right. So we're creating a class virtually. Right. 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 So all of those things, the technology piece, I think is the thing that has blown me away. It's truly allowed us to advance uh, with communication. I think. Yeah. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I, I like, um getting your take again on this because i guess some people maybe made memes out of it and sometimes it's like the internet or social media isn't really reality but to your point it's like it didn't get easier for the teachers just because the, the students weren't there but in a lot of ways it actually got harder to where you had to like jump through a lot of hoops like you yes. mentioned zoom like what, what were some other things you had to really like jump through or take on to to be able to continue educating yeah i think too you know one thing as you said that made me think of like just one prime example is like like taking role 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's it's a simple thing. You know, typically in the classroom, the kids are in to get in there. You call roll, you call the names, mm-hmm. you check the you check them off. Yeah. Okay, well, if you're not in the classroom, you can't do that. Right. So you know, if you're just virtual, so now you got to check roll virtually. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, then the the deal became like in our district, we did kids got a choice to choose if they wanted to be in person or virtual. Mm. So then now you're checking roll like two different kind of ways, like the in-person kids, you got to check them, the virtual kids, you got to check them. Right. And then keeping up with the work that they mm. turn in, giving them assignments and right. then keeping up with the work, you know, you know, and then the next phase is, you know, you have kids that, you know, this week I'm virtual, you know, I had to COVID, you know, I got, I had to do a test. So I got to be out 10 days. So now you were in person. Now you're virtual. Then when you come back, I mean, and so, I mean, you think about it, you know, each class, you know, has 20 to 30 kids in there and we got, you know, four, seven classes a day mm-hmm. with that. I mean, just that dynamic is a lot. I mean, right. just that one example that I just explained right, right. is a whole lot, <laughs> you know, that's not counting. Okay, communicate with the parents, let the kids know, you know, the grades, like grading, all of that. Like, that's not even counting that, you know, if you're in person, lunches, changing schedules, like, are they in the right classes? You know, like, I ain't even winning any of that. (laughs) But I'm just saying, check and roll. (laughs) Right. You know, calling the roll. (laughs) So, yeah, it was, it was lots um, that went along with making it happen. And I think, you know, educators were exhausted with it like everybody everybody's just doing the best you know we can with what we have mm-hmm. you know this is uncharted territories everybody just needed to just take a deep breath and just do the best we can with what we have and i can say where i am uh in my school district in conroe in texas and i, I truly believe they did a great job with handling uh, that and and uh taking care of kids yeah. and like none of the subject stuff matters if you don't just love kids first, you right. know what I'm saying you got to you got to just love kids. Just take care of kids. Like if you ain't eight, you ain't worried about math. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I got to make sure. Are oh, you good? Okay, right. well we're good. Well let's go. We can continue. You know, that's awesome. and that's what it's about. Yeah. So, I guess would you say there's um, one thing that the parents have maybe learned as a result of them having the kids back, like. A majority of the day or like the administration and that they're just like oh thank god for you or like okay we're gonna change <laughs> yeah, this in 2021 yeah. yeah i think i think they may have a greater respect for what teachers do you know in having their kids home mm-hmm. you know having to educate them mm-hmm. you know i'll just say you know i'm an educator and you know it was hard educating my kid at home you know and i'm an educator right <laughs> you know what i'm saying and so we all need that consistency mm-hmm. right but like going to school every day the routine of that you know learning the disciplines in there that are transferable skills that we can take and use in life right. we all need those things and so um grateful that uh, things are getting back to normal uh you know back to what it was before and so i mean it's but then I think for everyone, it shows a greater appreciation both for both sides, right. parents, uh, teachers, educators, everybody involved. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, not to keep you too much longer, but I, I do want to give you a chance to let the people know 
where they can get the book and um, how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, so um, Chip Baker, all of my social media is Chip Baker, T-S-C, as in The Success Chronicles. Uh, you know, you can check it out. My links uh, on there to the book. You can purchase the book. You know, it's on Amazon, but I'd love for you to go to my personal online store. You can see my other products there. You can also get an, a signed copy of the book uh, there on my online store. And then Twitter is Chip Baker 19 But yeah. I would love for everybody to go show support and check it out. And I hope that the book will, you know, influence you in such a manner that it'll impact your life and help make the things around you better. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Baker. Man, thanks so much for the opportunity. Good to hang out with you again. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon.